Borlson. Yeah. Multidisciplinary artist. Yeah, yeah. Travel the world a lot. Creative. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've done a lot. So, first off, I mean, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, you know. Um, the weather is pretty cold outside, but, you know, we're staying warm, especially from the inside. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel good. I feel great, actually. I see you got the uh, like Get Fresh hoodie, man. I, I love yeah. that brand, bro. The, yeah, yeah, always trying to support local. So shout out to Get Fresh crew. Shout out to Jibril. Mm-hmm. So yeah, always trying to support local because there's so many people out there doing amazing things. So every time I hear about some great initiative, I always try to, you know, support as best as I can. And then, uh, yeah, I heard about them, I think, a couple of years ago when I was like, yeah, I definitely got to show support. And ever since, you know, I just do what I can. Yeah. So, yeah. That's sure. That's dope. Yeah, I seen them. Uh, seen a couple weeks ago. Actually, I went into the shop and they got yeah. they got a lot of dope stuff. I mean, so yeah. anyone listen to this, you know, if you ever want your, your gear or some something new, yeah, all that them. But um, absolutely, yeah. So uh, so how's everything on your end, man? How you been holding up with COVID and everything? You know, I, I guess like everybody else, you have to make adjustment, and I think this year was definitely you know the year where you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, discover things about yourself that you never, you know, um, imagine. <laughs> yeah. And you, you've already done a lot of discovery, man. <laughs> I mean, you're you're born in in Gabon. Yeah, grew yeah. Up in, grew up there. You grew up there, France, yeah. yeah. Paris. Yeah. I want to go there, bro. I've 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 heard some good things about there. Yeah, it's a beautiful city for sure. It's actually one of the beauty, one of the most beautiful city to me. Yeah. Um, um, and I had yeah a great time there. Um, there's definitely yeah, ups and downs like if you're the big city, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that yeah, you're going to have a great time there. And then at some point to me, it was just the time to leave. I felt that my time there was done. Mm-hmm. And then I feel, I felt that my next chapter had to be, um, in, in Canada, specifically in Toronto. So then, yeah, after that, I just moved here and then I started a new, a new life, uh, based on visions and dreams that I had for so many years. And I just felt that the best path for me to kind of like um chase those dreams but not just chasing my dreams but actually um push them the furthest way possible that would be in toronto where i would be able yeah to just explore my creativity yeah and 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 just you know keep growing mm-hmm. and then becoming yeah um, um fulfill my, my my destiny if i can say like that yeah i like it so i just want to take it back a bit like and yeah. just start from the root like what what if you were to name one thing that brought you to Canada? What would it be? Because I mean, there's a lot of countries in this world, right? For sure, could have went to the states. Yeah, actually, the 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 the, the thing is that I, at first I wanted to move to the state, like most people. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. always think about the states first. But um, when it comes to the state, I was undecided whether it was New York, L.A., or Atlanta mm-hmm. where I wanted to go because to me the main thing was to pursue music and also explore my creativity, right? Yeah. And I think it's maybe because I was so undecided that my plan to move there permanently never worked. I went to visit, I have friends there, all of that. But when it comes to, you know, being able to establish myself and move there permanently, it was always complicated. Then at some point I was like, you know what, maybe think about somewhere else, but that's not too far. And then my people that I have in Canada were like, yeah, maybe think about Canada, but from the outside. Every time we think about Canada, we're like, oh, it's so cold, yeah. man. Yeah. So then <laughs> you, I was like, tough. <laughs> yeah. Tough. But then I was like, you know what? My people that I know that in Canada, they always tell me that it's, it's part of the game. So just come to it and you will see you're going to have a great time. You're going to live your best life. So I was like, you know, I'm going to give it a try. And the good thing is that 
from Canada, I can always go back and forth to the States, right? Mm. Instead of being in France and then have to go back and forth, which yeah, is like, you know, six flight. hours away. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So that's why I was like, you know what? Let me give it a try. And then I just did my due diligence. And when it comes to Canada, I know based off my center of interest and all of that, my journey, my background, I knew that specifically it was Toronto I wanted to move in. And then when I just started the process, you know, immigration and all of that, everything went I, w- I won't say it went perfectly but it was kind of like you know smooth in a way yeah and then that's why to me i was like that specific vision is actually what brought me here because i would say that when i had a specific vision that is toronto where i feel that i have to be then everything just you know um went smoothly and then i just went with the flow whereas for the state it was always complicated there was always yeah, you know yeah. something happening and then i was like you know i just yeah it's it's interesting that uh that's what brought you here because i find growing up in the, in the city growing up in mississauga yeah a lot of people from the gta yeah find that in order to make it creatively yeah in their field they have to leave they have to go to la yeah they have to go to florida or wherever you know yeah what I mean? they don't feel like they can kind of make it here and it's interesting to see that outside perspective of someone from completely foreign come in here and think okay yeah you know, i can make it here because me me personally i do think toronto has the opportunities has the uh the growth yeah that people need to to succeed in their field but absolutely i think it's just about maximizing where you're at I yeah mean, you're, you were you're when you came here you went to parkdale yeah and that was an area that you kind yeah. of uh goofed yeah about. and i mean uh yeah. I, have, I have some friends there and they speak really okay. highly of it oh yeah man pocket to me is the best neighborhood in toronto yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> best neighborhood yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah i love i love parkdale and um yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely okay, okay. and and there's a lot of creative also actually that uh, that live in parkdale that used to live in parkdale mm. the weekend for instance right after leaving scarborough he actually moved to parkdale and that's where he started his first album the house of balloons yeah he made it in parkdale and actually I mean, so many other creatives, right? So a lot of culture and history there. Yeah, no, yeah. a lot. So that's why, to me, when I moved, I knew that it was Parkdale. And then I also knew about Scarborough. So actually, the fun thing is that I spent most of my time between Parkdale and Scarborough mm-hmm. because Scarborough, that's where actually I have, like, all my creative connects. That's where I met my first, um, I would say, connection, not a bit thanks to Rise, which is, like, an open mic happening in Scarborough every Monday. It's real dope. Yeah, and that's where actually the very first space where I was able to express myself and be myself that was there. And ever since, yeah, I was just always going there. That's where I recorded most of my um, debut album. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Scarborough and Parkdale are definitely really dear to my heart for sure. A lot of, a lot of east and west. Oh yeah, a man. A lot you of know, mileage on that I'm, garden. I'm not trying to, you know, yeah, be like <laughs> the best. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm definitely rocking with both. Yeah. And then yeah, Parkdale and Scarborough, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just about surrounding. I find it's just about surrounding yourself with with the right areas and the right people. Yeah. I mean, being surrounded by, I think, as creators, being yeah. surrounded by other creators is the best thing for us, right? Absolutely. Um, I find that's something that you do. Um, yeah. You're a creator yourself. You're a musician. Mm-hmm. You just released your your. Your last album, album, your last debut album, as far as I can see. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I would say that, yeah, you asked me, you know, what brought me here, and I say it was a vision, and literally I knew already that I had to um, drop an album based on um, the power of visualization. So mm-hmm. that album that you have to sum it up is really about the power of visualization, and I even had a cover art of the album before even recording any track. Wow. I just knew that this is what I'm envisioning. And actually, my homeboy who came with me tonight is actually the graphic designer who did the cover art. That's dope. So yeah, he's a graphic designer, Afrofuturist, because I've always been you know, into Afrofuturism. And Afrofuturism, 
one of the definition is just, you know, thinking about the future as a person of African descent and not try to limit yourself. Yeah. And me, that's what I always try to do in my creativity. That's why I said Afrofuturism is something that resonates with me because I just try to create, to be myself, to innovate, and not to limit myself. So the album, that's what that, that, that was the goal to just believe in my vision that brought me here and keep exploring my creati- creativity, exploring sounds, mm. and obviously collaborate with people that I really rock with. So that's why in the album, yeah, there's different features, there's different sounds and vibes. But at the end of the day, it's really to hopefully inspire people that yeah. when you really have a vision and you stick to it and you stay focu- focused, then you can actually make it into something tangible. I like the approach you take with some of your creative projects. Um, just thinking outside of the box, Universal is that Dragon Ball Z idea you had. Yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna, that was I'll crazy. I'm going to pick up for the people that are listening for listening to this visually. But that was something yeah. that, you know, I haven't seen before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very outside of the box. So I mean, yeah. Talk about that. Like, what, what, like you, if you said that to someone in Toronto, I feel like majority of the people would be like, what, what is this? Yeah. Like, that's different. But for sure. Talk a little bit about that, man. Yeah, actually, the, the the I think that started when I was shooting a music video um, a few years ago in Paris, and then my hairstylist back then she she was like, "Oh, let me just try something on your hair," and then she did something. My hair like was like a big ass afro and all of that, and people on the set I remember they were just like, "Oh man, you look like." either Goku or, you know, Vegeta. <laughs> and every time they were like, I was like, really? Shout out to those boys over there, Dragon Ball I'm Z. I'm telling you. And I grew yeah. up, you know, yeah, watching saying, Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Hey, so. if, you if you didn't watch it as a kid, you didn't have a child. Man, you missed though. out. Come for on, real, man. for real, you missed out. So, yeah. And then, you know, growing up with those anime, that really was part of my education for sure. Then having people that were just, you know, making me think about that once again, I was like, you know what? I contacted the director of that music video that I was shooting and then, I told him like because of he's a photographer as well, and I was like, imagine we just do a whole project where we kind of like create some characters based on animes and you know just Afrofuturism because it was starting to pop, but like it was low like Afrofuturism yeah. back then. But I was like, we can be among the first to do that, and they just give it a try, and he was like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, instead of me just being myself, I like to kind of like create a balance. So that's mm-hmm. why I was like, I'm gonna bring a woman to also be part of the project. And then I reach out to my friend Binta, who was also part of the project. And that's why Universe Souls is like soul, but like it's S O U L, because to me the idea was like two souls, you know, coming together and they have their own universe. Mm. Because when we see the whole project, the girl, the woman, she's more into, I would say, Star Wars influence, but me, I'm more like Dragon Ball Z influence. So yeah, then yeah. we brought those two universes together, and the idea is to, was to see, um, to create actually a whole story. So we did like a sort of like, synopsis and then you're like one day if you find the right team we can why not do a short film so and sometimes yeah i don't know when something also is too like i don't say too mainstream or too popular sometimes i'm just like yeah i'll see because back in the day yeah people were like yeah about star wars and even to this day right because every time they were releasing new like trilogies and all of that and at some point even got lost you're like okay so the new trilogy is actually before the before first, the first one. One. and then you kind of yeah. Oh man, then you got yeah, just yeah. lost, and then you're like, okay, yeah. But um, but the whole yeah universe, obviously, like my family and friends around, they're always explaining me. Sometimes to me, it's enough. Actually, even when it comes to books, sometimes to just people tell you what is it about, and you're like, okay, I got the mm-hmm. overall concept. Then okay, let's mm-hmm. move on. But um, yeah. I want to take it back a little bit, just to focus on the art side of things. Yeah. Specifically black arts. Yeah. You know, coming here as a black artist to the city, 
living in Parkdale, you're seeing a lot of your representation in that area, I'm assuming, right? Mm -hmm. Connecting with other people that kind of look like us. Yeah. Talk about the impact of that because, I mean, black culture is extremely influential. Absolutely. Now. We set a lot of trends, right? Yeah. So talk a little bit about your experiences with that and, like, how being surrounded by that black influence mm -hmm. and being a black artist yourself, how that impacted your art. Yeah, for sure. So from the outside, you know, um, Toronto, we know that Canada, especially Toronto, is really, you know, influential when you come to, you know, creativity across the world, right? We know all those big artists, all those creative, what is, you know, singer, rappers, or even, you know, creative, like photographers, video director, and all of that, actors. So moving here and living in Parkdale and going back and forth be between Parkdale and, and, and Scarborough and just, you know, just navigating the city and all of that, I was actually amazed and impressed to see the number of talented people around me. I was just like really blown away. Like Paris is full of creative because that's where I was living right before moving and it's true, but I just feel like the creativity here just amazing and, yeah. and, and, and then to me I was just actually um feeling that I had no choice to actually push myself, right? Because there's so much so many people around you doing so many stuff, then you're like, okay, I gotta, you know, step my game up and also make sure that uh I'm able to bring something to the table and reach out to different people to collaborate. Mm. And I was even like building my whole network here. I was like, actually, maybe I won't even necessarily need to actually reach out to my previous connection from where I was before because there's so many creative and people here, right? And then I also felt that there was stronger, um, I would say, support in terms of like the way um, people try to uplift each other. Yeah. So, and that's why when you said previously that, you know, growing up in the GTA, most people here feel that you have to move to make it. I just feel like right now there's a sort of like what some people call the Toronto or GTA Renaissance where actually people are realizing that if we really come together, then we actually won't need to, to leave the city yeah. and we can definitely create like a whole ecosystem where we can sustain ourselves. Mm -hmm. And personally, I feel that when I moved here, that was literally when that movement was starting and it's still growing. So yeah, started lighting up. early 2018, all of that connecting with people, I can definitely feel that that's when people were like, yeah, we need to actually come together, stick together, support each other and show that um, we can become, I don't know, the next Atlanta, for instance, right? Yeah. So so that's why me, when I'm feeling all of that, it was actually energizing and inspiring. And then when I was working on my album, then it was so easy for me to find actually people that will understand my vision and then actually make sure that that comes into fruition. And then, um, yeah, so I just felt that, yeah, that Toronto Renaissance uh, and, and me moving here was just like a sort of like alignment because that really helped me find anyone or anything that I needed for just taking my creativity to the whole next level. So yeah. it was all like any everything was aligned perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like I was able, for instance, to secure um, a music grant from the Toronto Arts Council for my album. Amazing. So and that was really like a blessing because you know working on an album it's a lot of investment. I was always putting my own money, but now seeing that the city of Toronto was actually... They recognize your talent. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was like, wow, that's a huge blessing knowing that there's so many applicants and all of that. So I was, again, seeing that as a good sign to really like, keep pushing. And then I decided, yeah, to embark 
those people that were rocking with me, supporting me. Um, and then, yeah. Sometimes that's all you need, really, because obviously you got to believe in yourself. That's yeah. It, that's what all it comes down to. When yeah. You have others in your corner that really yeah. kind of believe in you, whether it's from an organization or just the people around you. Yeah. I think that makes all the difference. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, that's like when I moved here, again, I came with a vision and then I was always showing people that I just, I didn't come here just, you know, I didn't come here to chill. Yeah. And, and, and every time that people were seeing me or talking to me, that's something that will always come in. It's like they will feel that I'm okay. This guy is going somewhere. He's going places. He's motivated. He has like a plan. And I think when you hustle, you cannot cheat, you know, yeah. and then people will feel that. Good things come. And then naturally, there, are, there will be people that will gravitate around you with the same energy and then they will want to uplift you, right? And that's literally what happened to me. It's interesting seeing so many creatives in the city um, yeah. kind of pursuing their art because I feel like Canada, we're, we're a really, really fortunate place to live. Absolutely. Especially being born from here. Um, Absolutely. I was born here, obviously, and I recognize my privilege of being, being in Canada. Yeah. Um, so you being from, from Gabon and yeah. living in France yeah. and coming here, do you yeah. notice any differences between our environment and, and, and where you're from originally? Because, like, I think to take advantage of the opportunities here is, is what should be done. Yep. And that you're just talking about your, your work ethic, about how you consistently like to work on and on and on. And, like, I feel like sometimes that mentality isn't always carried within people here because maybe they might not recognize the the privilege or the opportunities that are here. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about how kind of your mindset living in Gabon, living yeah. in France, yeah. kind of affected you now being here. No, yeah, I agree with what you just said about the fact that sometimes we don't realize, you know, um, um, what's around us. And we always think that the grass is greener on the other side. And I think that also, you know, Canada having the United States, you know, just across the border, which is like, you know, a big, big country Huge, with yeah. so many yeah. things happening there. So I think that can create sometimes a sort of like complex where you always want to compare yourself to someone who's doing better. It's a big bro. And that can even co create a, a sort of like inferiority complex. So that's mm -hmm. why I think a lot of people here might think that, oh, I need to move there to be there to um, make it. But at the same time, you know, the ecosystem, when you just think about numbers and facts and all of that, Canada is a big country, but in terms of population, you know, there's not that many not people. Yet. The crazy thing is that, for instance, in comparison to France, I think France is maybe, uh, in terms of size, uh, three times less big than Canada. Wow. Or maybe twice. But in terms of population... We have three times the population of Canada. <laughs> yeah, so it's mo way more dense. Oh, man, yeah. way more dense. When I was in Paris, like, when I, I remember when I moved here, one of the first things I was telling my people is, like, guys, I feel like I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Swing your arms fine. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, there's space yeah. here. I won't complain. Even the traffic, I was yeah. like, man, go to Paris and see the traffic in Paris, man. You're going to go nuts. I heard the, uh, it may have not been Paris. Maybe it was, like, the UK, the lanes were like super thin. Was is that is that in, you can and and France, yeah, yeah, they have like lanes that can be like super small yeah. sometimes. Yeah, so no, every I was like, yeah, the comparison. So definitely, he is less dense. Um, and also one of the main elements is that uh, and especially when it comes to, for instance, countries like Gabon, right? Is that um, there's definitely way more support from the system. I would say. It's not perfect for sure, but here in Canada, I feel that like there is way more support from the system. And again, I think you need to really realize the privilege that you have 
um and sometimes it's true that yeah when you were just born somewhere then you might not really realize yeah, that and sometimes yeah. is when you travel and that's why the advice that sometimes i give to people is either to travel or at least really have some deep conversation with immigrants with newcomers right yeah. because sometimes you don't necessarily need to travel if you really have those conversation and canada there's you know a lot of immigrants i think the statute in toronto uh, almost half of the population in toronto they don't actually come from toronto yeah. So that means that to me, I think it's interesting to have those conversations to realize actually all those like opportunities, those blessings that you have. And and in, Afri- in most African countries, when we actually want to leave the continent and to go somewhere else, it's sometimes to actually find more opportunities that we cannot find locally. It's yeah. not because we just want to go away, it's just that there's a lack of opportunities. Yeah. So to me, the biggest difference for sure is opportunities. If I can sum it up is that I feel like in Canada, there's like way 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 more opportunities that when i was friends and living in france or when i was growing yeah. up in gabon right and that's the main reason i moved because i was like i want to get more opportunities to just keep, you know. grow and yeah I and definitely bring something to the table because about opportunity is not just like you know coming and taking it's always you know you bring something to the table and you give back so that's why to me when you see me for instance yeah. supporting local brands all the documentaries that I did last year, all of that is really to always give back and show that I'm bringing something to the table. And, 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 and just, I can not also, just taking. Oh, yeah. You're no, not absolutely. coming to Thanksgiving and just taking what's on the table. Exactly, right. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and also, I think that will also hopefully show, yeah, those local people that are born and raised here that this country is actually okay. It's far from being perfect. I don't think there's any perfect yeah, country in the whole way. world. But at least maybe they're actually going to be more open to actually those opportunities that are here and not just always like wait to go somewhere else to realize themselves, right? Um, it's yeah, it's really interesting because I'm such a big advocate of traveling like you. Mm-hmm. I think when you travel, you give yourself a base of reference because yeah, like you were saying, sometimes you might not recognize the opportunity that you have. Yeah, Once you go somewhere else, you're like, damn, this, it's, it's really like this over here? Yeah. Shit, I'm trying to go home now because now you're like, you have that appreciation or whatnot. Exactly, it, right. Where you went to is better or not. But yeah. kind of touching upon like that grass is always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. That mentality, I think, I think really stems from like a uh, a futuristic approach where you're not really present. You're always thinking like it'll get better long term without really appreciating where you're at right now yeah um i was actually i'm reading a book right now it's really it's really amazing it's called the power of now and I don't oh know Eckhart right. Tolle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tolle, yeah 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 and he talks about living in the present as opposed to saying like okay i'm looking forward to next week like my situation is going to get better then or or next month as yeah. opposed to really sitting where you're at right now analyzing your situation and thinking no i could i can make the best of where i'm at right now yep because you get caught up i think it's almost like this toxic like whirlpool where you're always thinking the next field like you were saying the grass will always be greener on the yeah. other side right so yeah I mean, talk yeah about, have you yeah no I, I i definitely feel that and also um i'm like sometimes it's also good to i mean before even saying that i um in terms of grass is always green on the other side um, I think it's also because, especially for the for Canada, right? It's also when again you have the United States um, across the border, and then you see that they already seems to be doing it, making it being established, right? So then yeah. you're actually more tempted to just be in an environment where everything is already there, it's as opposed then, to working for it. Yes, for right. Yeah, yeah. But then I think there's also a good thing where actually you build 
that new environment where you are because then you're gonna be about you know the architect and yeah. you can be like i did that i was the first so yeah. You, yeah so to yeah. me i think that's actually a very good opportunity to be among you know those trailblazers those pioneers and then mm. but it's definitely a lot of hard work because you know building something that might be a lot of you know require a lot of uh, work instead of being going somewhere where everything is already there yeah. right the so path, the path is already shoveled yeah so i think it's about you know finding a balance between um and all of that sometimes it's even just you know going somewhere and then you bring back you that knowledge yeah. so that you can actually build faster yeah so i think it's about just finding a balance um and also when sometimes you know uh, uh it can be said in sense that if you feel that it's when you leave and then when you come back that people actually give you more respect and more credit it's weird because that's well that's the thing that's something that happens here too a lot of times to make it in canada yeah you have to get the state's approval you have to go to la and get their their yeah. credit come back and then for some odd reason people respect you here yeah um being from the being from the gta a lot of times there's this rhetoric that people don't support people here um you mm -hmm. play your music no one's gonna repost it you put yeah. your art out no one's gonna yeah. retweet it there's yeah. that rhetoric and it's so common but i think it's different for everyone yeah i'm like the way i, I see support is like support won't always come as a repost or a tweet or retweet support will come as honest advice yeah and i'm not gonna sure. i'm not gonna co go and lie to my friend to make him feel better just so it comes off as support i'm yeah. gonna tell him the honest truth so he could better his art yeah and sometimes that often gets confused with hate or or you know he, he doesn't like what i'm like no nah, like sometimes honesty is the best support you can give someone yeah absolutely so talk about how the support scene was for you being here yeah in that toronto area i think sometimes it's good actually when you don't know actually some facts or some things or some context when you want to do something right because then you were just gonna stick to your original plan yeah and you won't mind those information that might actually be you know negative mm -hmm. so me actually when i moved to even though i did my due diligence knowing as well as possible where to go the places the people and all of that it's true that that mentality i wasn't aware of that even like the screw face capital i was yeah, like yeah, screw face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i was like okay that's some real shit, yeah. i'm telling yeah, you yeah. so so that means that me being just like Maybe it was a sort of like honeymoon phase, but I remember that every time I was talking to people, they were like, most of the time they were like, you left Paris to move to Toronto? To, to really? Yeah. And they are like, we are trying actually to leave the city. And every time I was like, why? And then th the more I was talking to people, then I was like, okay, I get that, I get that. But at the end of the day, I was just focused and I was like, I came with my vision. I, I have a plan. I'm just going to keep going. So I wasn't really minding that spirit that I find to me was actually dying and the one that was actually coming up was that one about the Toronto Renaissance, right? So I was more focused about those people, those vibes where I feel that people are just trying to support you, to vibe with you no matter what, instead of just, you know, paying too much attention to, you know, being those vibe or those people that might be stuck in the old ways. So I was just, yeah, moving forward and being focused, sticking to the plan, and that's where I was actually yeah, able to find some people that 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 I was also having that mentality because yeah. again that was a sort of like energy that I was trying to keep, and naturally I had those people that were also thinking forward, where they were like yeah, not only be in the now but also be like we know that Toronto if we keep that positive spirit maybe in five years we're definitely gonna be you know some more some important exactly right so that that to me that was the spirit and then naturally yeah I find some people amazing because. When I moved here, I literally, like, I knew nobody. 
Yeah, you didn't like you came here by yourself. I came here by myself. That's a risk. Nobody. That's a, that's a yeah. huge risk. But that's you know, yeah, that's, that's that's not. I like that though. Yeah, I like that. there's that quote that said that you know, um, when you leave your comfort zone, that's yeah. where the magic happens. Facts. And I'm telling you that since the day I touched down here, everything was always about magic. Yeah. The places I would go, and then the people that you would meet that seem to be perfectly aligned with what you're trying to do. You meet someone, and then they tell you, "Oh, you should go to that place, or reach out to that person, or that's what you want to do." Oh, oh there's that God. event. I got this guy for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm crazy. telling you, everything just went that way. I just felt like, amazing. yeah, the universe will always send me sign, and I was just like, you know what? Let's go. That's amazing. So that's why when people were telling me about that spirit of like lack of support, I was like, you know what? Let me just stick to my plan. And I know there's some people that are also in the same vibe as me, thinking, um, moving forward, and yeah, also. Yeah, so then I just stick to that and I, I, I just, yeah, I, I kept my focus on that type of energy, right? So I think it's important to just be focused on what you really want to see manifest in your life and then give most of your energy to that. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to get drained and all of that. So Yeah, a lot of hoopla. I yeah. Mean, as an artist, you're going to have criticism. Oh, People yeah, are gonna always. have their opinions on you, right? So I mean, yeah. and I, I think another thing to focus on too is like all advice is not good advice. Absolutely, you know what I'm because so, I mean, as, as an artist, you're probably having people, yo, do do this instead, and yeah, do that. like how do you navigate that? Because you that never field? really know exactly where it's coming from. I'm a, I try to be a good listener, so most of the time, I can be like, I hear you or I listen, but that's but you it. don't want to disrespect them. Right? Yeah, you know no, like, yeah, always, like, you know. You know. So I'm like, because everybody, especially nowadays, always a critic. They always have something to say. So what I was saying about yeah, it's about it's really important to just. Yeah, that people nowadays they like to always and yeah and give of, advice yeah. and be a critic, <laughs> yeah. and because that's the easiest um, role Thing to play. Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just be like, oh, you should do this, oh, you should not do this. So, people, yeah, we always have something to say, but I realize that it's two things, right? That's one, they don't always know exactly your journey, where you're coming from, and where you're trying to go, and two. You don't even know also what is their real motive motive Behind when it comes. They're doing, yeah, yeah. Because some people they will give you advice because they really want you to succeed, yeah. but some you know that might be for some other reasons. So, and sometimes it can be hard to make you know the difference between two the the, the two. So that's why I me mean, in most cases, I'm just gonna listen if I can, and then if that resonates with me, then I might maybe take it into account, yeah. and if not, at the end of the day. I will always follow my gut because I know that I will be the only one to blame um, yeah. if ever, you know. At least you could put it on yourself as opposed to pointing fingers. Or yeah, else. because so, I don't think know. that yeah. anyone that's a critic can be like, if that doesn't work, they're going to be like, oh, bro, it's my fault. Yeah. I don't think so. Hell no. They disappear, you yeah, know. Yeah, 100%. So that's why I'm always like, yeah, if I have to do something, I'd rather follow my gut. And even if I fail, I'm going to learn a lesson and then apply it again until I succeed. But if you sometimes listen to people, then yeah, you you all you will never really know actually who you are and what you really want to do because so many people they always have different things to say. Yeah. And art and so many things are so like subjective, right? Extremely, so extremely that's why maybe what is not for that person maybe might actually be for some other people. So then who you want to give more importance to. Yeah. So that's why to me I always try to give more importance to the people that really that i feel that they are genuine that i feel that they really want to see me win yeah and that they are not like scared of my growth because sometimes you know people want to see you do good but up to a certain level yeah 
And yeah, after they want to see you do good until it's not better than that. Yeah, you know right. Like, so sometimes also I felt that because again, right when I moved here, literally sometimes with people like, "Yo, bro, like we 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 thought that you were here for like five or ten years," and they were like, "What you've been able to do?" Like let's say in one year, for instance, they were like, "Bro, it took me like maybe five years." Yeah, so yeah. then at some point, like, am I moving too fast, or it just maybe too <laughs> fast for some people? That's the thing. That's the thing. So then at some point, do you want to focus on those people that are trying to kind of like to tell you to slow down, or those people? That actually want you to keep pushing growth growth scares a lot of people i find when you right. see especially when you're when you see someone beside you yeah that's excelling way faster than you are yeah I think some people might have this attitude of maybe not resentment but kind of jealousy towards that person because they feel like oh we, we started in the same place we should we should be in the same place now yeah why are you so much ahead of me we started yeah. we both started at zero meters you're at 100 i'm at 50 now exactly right and the sad thing is that as part of human nature where it's like when this type of thing happened they're just like yeah we started at the same time or maybe even it start way after me yeah but again i really believe that one we don't have the same journey and we don't have the same destiny Thanks. we are all are unique like even genetically that's pure science we don't have the same genes and that's our power right like, yeah. yeah so how come we don't even have like the same gene if you don't necessarily have the whole exact journey and you want us to have the same destiny and the same you know growth i'm like that doesn't make sense at all so that's why to me i always just try to focus on those people yeah. that actually when they see you growing they really want to actually push you and and be like yeah no problem i'm gonna help you and just let me know and, and really give you feedback so that you can keep growing instead of like kind of like, you know, refrain you from, you know, Never being more, yourself yeah. and, 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 and reaching your full potential. Yeah. And, and to me, that's why I think relying on your gut is really important. So because sometimes you're also going to make mistakes, you're going to trust people and then they're going to disappoint you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as long as you, you, you're still alive, then, you know, you live, you learn. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I won't say that, you know, everything was, like, perfect in terms of, like, finding the people. But at the end of the day, I think um, I was still able, yeah, to, to really trust my gut. Yeah. And knowing that I didn't come this far to only come this far. Big so I'm a, I'm a big believer. It's like if, if I'm not learning, I'm losing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If every day, like, it's yeah. not, it doesn't have to be. And by learning, I don't mean, like, get in a textbook and learn a, a theory or, or something. But, like, every day, at least try to learn something, yep. you know? Absolutely. As small as it could be, I learn, I, like, learn something, right? So Absolutely. From your experiences and, and, and what yeah. you've done so far in Toronto, yeah, you talked a lot about collaboration. Yeah. Working with certain people and organizations. Yeah. Um, one of those was the RBC Launchpad collaboration. Yeah. Um, I've seen that pop up recently. They've mm -hmm. done a lot of big things in the community. Yeah. I want you to talk a little bit about their impact on your creativity and art. Sure. Um, I think that was one of my best actually um experience um in Toronto because um what I was doing, my due diligence about what's happening in the city in 2018, actually, I heard about The weekend who was starting an incubator for um, a hub for creative. It yeah, was still, like, under construction, now. yeah. And then I went to actually the first, vi the first like, hard hat visit where it was not even fully completed. And just by that visit, I was like, guys, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. You so I was this. among actually the very first member of the Artscape Launchpad uh, when they opened. Easy. And over there, I was able to meet so many creative because literally that was a space where many creative from different fields would just go and connect 
uh, where there's like officially doing like social events and then you guys connect or actually just by being in the same space and then you talk to someone and you're like, oh, what you, uh, what is your, you know, your art um, field? And then you say, oh, you're a photographer, oh, you're a graphic designer, oh, me, I make music. And they're just like naturally you build connections. Yeah. And one of the men, um, uh, uh, there is two great experiences that I had there is like I was able, for instance, to meet the very first people that I work with on a documentary, I mean, a docu-series that I did about um, um, uh, success stories of immigrants and third-generation Canadians. So those people that I work with, the very first people I met them there. Oh, no, before you go, shout it out. What's it called? Oh, the documentary. So yeah, it's called uh, This Far Doc. This Far Doc? I'll yeah. throw it out there for the, for the Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's actually inspired by, by that. one of my favorite quotes, which is, I didn't come this far to only come this far. Yeah. So, and Launchpad was actually uh, the main partner for that documentary because, again, I just pitched them the whole idea and they were like, we want to support people like you. And plus, I was doing that with one of um, a, a Launchpad member as well back then. So then they were like, that's what we want, creative coming together. And we we met through Launchpad and they were like, that's perfect. That could <laughs> be a story, you know. It's a double, yeah. Yeah, double so then there. they were like full support. We, uh, we shot most of the documentary in their facilities. So that was a great experience. And then the most recent one was that um, music entrepreneurship program with RBC Music. So they decided to join forces and then to actually select creative here and there, not just necessarily members of Launchpad, but that can be creative from somewhere else too. You, you just apply and then they pick whoever they, they, they feel is the right fit. And then for six months uh, straight on a weekly basis, we had like seminars, workshops, webinars wow. with like master classes yeah. with so many, you know, high figures of the music industry in Toronto about anything, any aspect of the music, um, being like an entrepreneur. Yeah, you were in the right rooms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Because, you know, when you're a musician or when you're an artist, or, 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 or I would say when you're creative and you really want to take that thing serious, you need to think about the business side of it. Because sometimes that's also something that we forget. We're like, oh, I just want to create, or I just want to, like you play ball. And, you know, that was Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, who said that whatever your field always learn about the business of mm. that field. Mm. So if you're a basketball player, know about also the business in the mm. basketball industry. Know about your industry. So to me, I was like, I need to, you know, scale my knowledge in um, the music business, the music industry. And that um, workshop was just like perfect. Very, yeah. Literally, like the, after those six months, I was like, I feel more confident. And it was a perfect timing because that was also when I was releasing my album because the, the the program was from January to June and I was literally like working on the rollout for my album because I dropped it in May, right? So that was just like perfect timing. Wow. So yeah, and again, like I said, everything ever since I made it just like a line, yeah, yeah, I'm telling crazy. you. So yeah. that was, yeah, a great opportunity. I met so many amazing people, built some very like fruitful connection to this day. And that definitely helped for like the rollout of my album. And I'm pretty yeah, satisfied about what you were able to do. And definitely that program helped a lot yeah. with, for that. Yeah, I find kind of just, like I was saying before, putting yourself in the right spaces is so key because you never yep. know who you're going to meet. I'm telling that's you. With you anything, right? As a creator, as, a, as an artist, as yeah. an athlete. Like, yeah. I find that's often the barrier from getting that next gig or getting that next spot on the team, yeah. whatever you're trying to do, right? So Yeah, and you have to be bold, you know. 
you have to go to those spaces and be like, okay, I'm going to actually leave my place and go because I see that there's something happening and we ne you never know. Because yeah. if you just stay and think and wait for things to actually come to you. <laughs> you can be waiting a long, yeah, so a long time, big fella. Exactly right. So that's why me, I'm not, for instance, afraid of going to some places by myself. And see, that's, <laughs> that's crazy, you know, because that's something not a lot of people are, are comfortable doing. And yeah. I think that's... Honest, like what I was saying before, that's honestly a barrier, like getting outside your comfort zone. Imagine like if I was going to like an event, whether it be like going to the club or just something like casually, like I would want, I would link my friend, like, yo, you trying to come or a couple of my other dudes, you trying to come? Yeah. But to have that, that confidence, yeah. to honestly pull up to something like that by yourself, make those connections by yourself. That is crucial. I'm telling it's important, you, right? because like, even if you're an introvert and even you're a shy person, sometimes just be in those spaces, you might even be just minding your own business, but someone will come to you yeah. and start talking to you. And sometimes that's just enough. That's so you me. don't need to be like extroverted and all of that. No. So yeah, me, that was always that it was like, okay, I see that there is an event. There's something that seems to be interested. I'm going to find a way to go there. Obviously, naturally, I always tell people around me, friends and all of that. But I'm like, if they don't want to come because they don't feel like it's interesting to them, yeah. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, I will just still go. And yeah, so sometimes yeah. I will even go to like three, four events during the same night. Yeah. And that's where, you know, people were like, this guy is really motivated. And again, that's where you find people because they're like, I always see you at those events. No, no, no. So that's what they were like. This guy, I know, is going places, yeah. It's interesting because I think a lot of that has to do with being your own self. Yeah. And what I mean by that is you're not relying on other people's, whether it's their opinion their or their presence to Absolutely. make you feel comfortable in any type of situation or room you're in. Yeah. Because going, going to a situation like that, you yeah. know, by yourself, it's it forces you to really come out and say, yo, nah, like I'm, I'm comfortable in the situation. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not here. I don't need my friend or I don't need my other dude to come yeah. and, and help me talk to this person or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So Because it's your life at the end of the yeah, day, right? You 100%. have to take the lead. You have to be the main actor, right? It's your life. So that's yes. why to me, I'm like, okay, I would love to have like my dudes around me. But then if sometimes it's also something that maybe they're not really into, I can also force them, right? Yeah. So to me, at the end of that, I think support can come in many forms. I think you say that. So sometimes you expect that, oh, if you're my homie and then I want you to support me, so that means that you, for instance, need to do da 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 But sometimes I'm just like, I'm going to take whatever support you're willing to give to me. Yeah. And that's it. I won't force you to, for instance, you know, do things that maybe you don't feel comfortable doing, right? So because at the end of the day, it's more like for me, then that's also something that I learned along, along the way that sometimes you might be like, okay, there's maybe like a random example. Maybe you into like um, metal music and then you want to go to like a gig. But then if your homies, they are not really into metal, you cannot really force them because they're going to be there, but they're going to be like, ah. Uh. So that's why sometimes I'm like, okay, I can just go and then we can talk about it whenever we meet next. And then by telling them how it went, then maybe they're gonna be like, yeah, "Oh, actually, next time let's go together." And that's yeah. what also happens sometimes. I was like, I go myself, and then the next time they're like, "Oh man, that look amazing! Let's go this time together." I want to add on to that because mm -hmm. I seen something the other day. Yeah, I talked about how at least once in your lifetime, yeah. try something, whether it's an activity, a skill, anything. Try something that your friends think is weird or effed up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying even though True. you think it's cool, like deep down you think it's cool yeah. because your friends think it's weird. Uh, oftentimes, a lot of us we won't even try to explore. I agree. You know what I'm saying? But I think trying to trying to take that leap and doing what you want, yeah, not caring about what they think about whether it's like a music 
yeah. or a skill or whatever. Yeah. Try doing something that your friends think is just not like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not rocking with that, bro. It's, it's okay. All right. You don't have to rock with that. I'm going to rock with it, though. Yeah. Man, so. And I always been the weird guy in my friends most of the time. <laughs> I, I remember when I was still living in France, I actually went skydiving. You're, oh, man. That's, <laughs> hey, that's, hey, I'm offside. I can't. Just, nah, <laughs> man. And imagine you tell your friends, guys, let's go skydiving. They're yeah. like, bro. like That's crazy. I don't want to die yeah, and bungee, all that. You can bungee jumping, too, but that's, nah, bro. I'm telling you. you. Did that. you so did you, you wouldn't do it? Ask me in 10 years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ask me in 10 no, years. that was actually one of my best experience ever. Skydiving, man, I was That's like, crazy. I was thinking about, um, there was two things I was thinking about that quote that said that, um, I think it was one of the monitors who said that uh, um, when you skydive, then you will understand why the birds sing when they're flying. Ah. And I'm telling you, that was so powerful. Yeah. Um, But it's true that definitely, yeah, you, 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 you need to be very bold and and because yeah, like if you messed up, then you know you can literally die from yeah, it. And 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 plus the one that I did, it was even not those one where you actually have someone jumping with you. you did it by yourself? By myself. Oh, you're done. You're, you're done. <laughs> so Whoa. I took like classes for like three months. That's it was like crazy. theory, and then you have like a quick training during like maybe two sessions, and yeah. then now you go on a plane, and then you jump. Oh, you're done. I, I, there's <laughs> no way I would do that, man. That's um. That's bold though. I like yeah. it. I like it. I like no, it. No, and me, I was just trying I've always been, you know, trying to yeah, challenge myself, go outside of my comfort zone and 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 just like and some people say, life is for the living. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that like taking that risk honestly translates into every other thing you're doing in life. Like Absolutely. You're saying, going to events by herself. Absolutely. Who the hell would you even think of that? Not Absolutely. Yeah. That, no, I even no. went sometime to the movies by myself. Oh because, no, I do that. I do that. That's yeah. Because that. if it's a movie and then your friend's like, bro, yeah, that's trash. Uh, I don't want to see that. Imagine yeah, you're a sci-fi fan and then your friends are more I, into I like prefer, action movies. Yeah. You're I like, prefer going to the movies by myself. I'm not trying to answer my girl's questions about oh, what's, what, who's that character. No, shut, yeah. shut up, bro. True. So <laughs> sometimes, yeah. The movies play. Like, come <laughs> on, you, like come on. You're asking me questions that I don't even know the answer to. You know yeah. I mean? so. But there's some places, you know, people always expect you to be there with someone else, right? Yeah, like yeah. movies, when you go about, say, they might even be like, "Bro, are you okay? <laughs> so are you <laughs> yeah, waiting for someone? Maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, so it's funny. There's, there's there's a fine line between like what's considered normal, what's considered weird. Yeah. It's, it's Even fun, to it's the fun. club, like, yeah. well, imagine you go to the club and you're literally, like, alone, right? You know, yeah. people are going to be like, okay. I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Where's your friend? In the washroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's right, so... Yeah. But me, you know, sometimes I just feel like when, again, it's really my, my gut, I'm like, if I feel like it's going to be something interesting, it's going to be worth it, so yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a try and then let's just go, so... That's amazing. And every time, I don't think that I cannot even remember one time I was like, damn, I should have not done it. It wasn't never worth it. it. right? No, never, yeah, yeah. never. You always learn something. You always gain something. And again, I just feel like people that, that you're going to meet there, that you meet there, they feel that energy that you're bringing. Like they're like, oh, okay, you came here by yourself. Oh, yeah. okay, all right, you're doing that. All right. And then they really want to push you and all of that, right? So me, 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 even before moving here and all of that is really people that saw the way I was so driven that really actually pushed me and they were like, you know what, let's go, let's try to support you and all of that. So That's dope. As I, and I'm really grateful for that because, you know, I came a very long way and sometimes I might seem to be, you know, that guy very determined and extrovert, but it's actually kind of like some tragic event that happened when I was a kid that made me realize that actually... I'm going to have to rely on myself first. Yeah. 
And then from then, I was always like, you know what? I know we live in society. We are meant to kind of like connect and all of that. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm the very first, the main character, the main person that I can rely on. Yeah. So if I always going to be waiting for people, then That's I won't do sense. anything or I would just go, I won't go that far. And then especially that I don't know why I had those crazy dreams and ideas. And I was like, if I dream that big, then, you know, you need to really like always take the lead. And then you know what so, they say if you, if you want to do something right you got to do it yourself and that's exactly that, right yeah. and and again i think you just because at the end i think everything is energy yeah and i really believe that when when you do this type of action you have like a sort of like aura and then there's some it people resonates. that are gonna like yeah, yeah. people they definitely gonna like feel that and yeah. then they're gonna gravitate around you and that's when now you're gonna build new circles and then just keep moving up and up and up so that's awesome yeah so i mean um just to just to wrap this episode up Mm -hmm. i have a couple questions for you sure a lot of creators are going to be listening to this yep you know a lot of a lot of people are going to be exploring different avenues and whatnot um what are some tips or advice you have for them moving forward right now we're in a time where covid the pandemic affected everything yeah adjusted yeah i mean so having your experience what are some things that you can tell them to say okay not like I think the very first thing I would say is the, um, believe in yourself. I might sound cliche, but yeah, I would yeah. say believe in yourself. And I think what I would say is actually still believe in yourself. Because right now, yeah, we're in the COVID, right? So then we might actually question everything now. We might actually think about stopping some activities, some dreams and giving up and all of that. So I think the first thing is to realize is that one, you are still alive. Because this year we lost so many people. And being still alive, that means that you still have a purpose. There's still a reason why you're here. So I think you need to think about that and then stick to it. Keep finding that reason, that purpose, why you're still here. And then stick to it. And even if you had to make adjustments, that's what everybody, you know, had to do this year. Whether you like it or not, right? So... You're not the only one in that situation. So I would say as a creative or an entrepreneur and all of that, I would say maybe first go back to the essentials. I think that's what 2020, well, one of like the biggest lesson is like going back to the essentials. Focus like on the basics. Huh? Yeah. 